When it comes to what believers are supposed to be doing while we are here on earth, the Bible gives a very consistent answer. And we see it specifically in our text for this morning in the book of Acts. Dr. Luke writes the book of Acts as a careful history of the beginnings and growth of the early church so that we can be assured that our faith is rooted in the historical acts of God. And the message we believe is the same message God sent through Jesus. Acts is the continuation of the story of God after Christ ascends back to heaven. And the book of Acts serves as the transition piece from the ministry of Jesus to the ministry of the apostles and the church. And what we see in the book of Acts is that the church of God is on the move. In this first chapter, we're going to see what's to be the focus of a church on the move. And this is one of the keys to filling up the space of your life, to see that God is unfolding His story and that we have been graciously and mercifully drawn into it. What are we supposed to learn from this passage about our life's purpose? I think if we look closely enough, we see ourselves in the disciples and in the question they ask Jesus. Acts chapter 1, verse 6. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? For three years, Jesus has been with his disciples, teaching them about the kingdom of God and how it was a spiritual kingdom, not confined to borders or temples or political parties. But the disciples had a hard time shaking the idea that God's kingdom wouldn't be a political kingdom with borders. And the more they hung around Jesus, seeing his power and authority, the more anxious they got about his kingdom being established publicly and physically so that they could be in places of power next to Jesus. And one of the questions on the disciples' hearts throughout the Gospels to Jesus is, which one of us is going to be the greatest in your kingdom? Even at the end of Jesus' life, the disciples get into an argument as to who was going to be the greatest in his kingdom. It was an argument that revolved around power and prestige, authority and clout. That's what they were after. That's what they were seeking. They were seeking more for themselves and their concern was primarily for themselves. They were using God as a stepping stone to their own exaltation. Anytime you aim at exalting yourself, making much of yourself, you attempt to minimize God. God was a means to their selfish ends. God will not be a means to your predetermined end of exalting yourself. God will not let you use his value to elevate yourself. I mean, to this day, I am usually nervous whenever I get on a teeter-totter. You know, the old playground seesaw. Two people sitting on opposite ends of a playground seesaw, and when the person sitting on one end goes up, the other person goes down. And just like the seesaw, anytime you attempt to exalt yourself, your estimation of God is lowered. And here's the reason I do not like them. Many times when I was a child, we would get on the seesaw, and while I was lifted up, my friend would quickly slide off, and I would come crashing down. God will not let you use his value to elevate yourself. And when you do attempt it, the Lord has a way of letting you come crashing down. Listen, if God desired for us to live for ourselves, he would have never redeemed us because we were living for ourselves just fine apart from him. So the disciples were interested in the kingdom being restored 
for their selfish purposes. In Jesus' reply, we see that not only was their purpose selfish, but also that the scope of their purpose was far too small. They were only concerned for Israel. They were ready for Israel to be the political, military powerhouse of the world. They were ready for God to defend their borders, and that's it. They were ready for God to pour out His blessing on Israel, and that's it. Even after having seen Jesus operate and minister and preach and teach, they still had a narrow view of the scope of God's love. I find this principle consistently surfacing in my world. When I allow my purposes in life to drive me, they usually concern just a narrow group of people, the ones I like or the ones that look like me and that live life like I do. Well, Jesus is going to give them an answer that's going to expand their hearts and their minds. He is going to tell them that instead of focusing on Israel alone, they need to focus on all the people groups in the world. They were thinking selfishly and small. Jesus is going to tell them to think Godward and grand. So when you pray today, pray that God will open your heart and mind to see His great and grand purpose. Also, pray for Angel Colon in Louisiana who is beginning a Hispanic work. And also pray for the Dongmei broadcast in the target area of Ghana.